Leave us in, Biggie. That's the thing about. That's what I like about. That's the thing about. Footy Can that be our theme song? Yeah. Do you reckon we'll get in trouble? We'll, we'll do it already. That's the thing about. That's what I like about. That's the thing <laughs> about footy guys. No? Footy gods. Footy gods. Footy gods. Footy gods. Footy gods. Footy gods. Oh, that one better actually. Yeah. Footy pie. Footy gods. Oh, Pig, let's let's get into it, mate. We we gotta gotta knuckle down here. Sammy boy, Sammy boy, Sammy boy. How are you, Piggy? I'm good, mate. I'm feeling pumped after that interview. Good to see you. Yes, we've got a our first guest coming up later in the podcast, Pig. Um, how do you think it went? Pretty good. Yeah, good. We're a bit nervous, obviously, first guest, but uh, ripper bloke, ripper bloke, and I, yeah, I think we uh, worked into it nicely. Got a yep. few laughs and spoke about a few topics. So, yeah, we've got that coming up later on with Sam Berry. Yeah, very good. But uh, let's start off with our teams, Pig. Run me through uh, the dreaded round 13 bye. How'd you fare, mate? Um, it was a bit of a short... I was a bit short on numbers this week, or <laughs> last week. Um, Probably not alone there. Yeah, I think it was a bit of a down week for most weeks. I think that was 1,600, so... Yes, yes. So-so. Um, Did you win your match-up? Uh, no, nah, I think the guy I had, he, he was... He got about 18, 1900. So, Whoa, okay. Yeah, he had a bit of an up week. So, yeah, 1600. I'm not up, upset with I'm not, I'm not disheartened by it. We had some good um, performances. But, yeah, I, I toppled about 4,000 spots, pig. So, I'm just in the top half of the comp at the moment. It's not good enough, but I'm hoping to make a bit of a late run. Yeah, but we always knew that that was going to be the worst round for both of us, didn't we? Yeah, what about Going yourself? into it. Uh, what do I have? 17, 17, pig. So, yeah, not great either, really. Uh, dropped um, 1,000 spots to 2,000 in the rankings. Okay. So, I'm not happy with it. But, yeah, this round's much better, I think. That was a really bad round for me. So, looking must, forward to this week. Uh, uh, the only the big positive for me was I finally nailed the captain. So, I took Oliver yep. uh, on the last day, which has been about five weeks in the in the making, trying to get a decent <laughs> captain. So God, it yeah. was so frustrating as well because you're on about 100 points at half time. Yeah, he went wild. He was going wild in the first quarter. He had 16 disposals in the first quarter and just uh, licking our chops. But yeah, he slowed down, as did the rest of the Melbourne team. They just got absolutely run over, didn't they? They did get run over at the end. But isn't it distorting when you hear the commentators say, you know, he's had 28 or 27 in the first half. He's only had six in the third quarter. It's like, six is pretty good. Yeah, that's right. You know, what what do you think he's going to get 60 touches for the game? So, (laughs) um, Yeah, Yeah, it's hard to match uh, what he did early on. Yeah. But no, that's okay, Pig. Um, what about uh, who, who else went big for you, mate? Who was the big performance? Uh, Dacos. Nicky Dacos was unreal. He's been great, hasn't he? Yeah, he's good. He's elite. We had him in the punt as well. I think he had his 20 touches almost by half time. Um, yes. Jesus, he's going to be such. He's going to be, if not th- a top footballer, the, could be the best footballer in the AFL in a couple of years. Yep. Yeah, um, he's going to be hard to beat with a rising star, isn't he? Yeah, I think he's locked. He definitely his... um, fell away a little bit. He um, did, you know, about a month or so ago. But yeah, his last fortnight of footy has been outstanding. So, yeah, no, uh, very good, a- absolute and a, elite operator. Credit to Corey as well. You know, he spoke about you know trading out Dacos or not trading out Dacos, and he said, you know, I think he can average sort of ninety plus in the back half of the season. Yeah, I and was be never, a D six. I was never. Willing to trade him out. So it looks like that might be the case. So good yep. call. Saved a bit of money on good that Good hold front. by both of you, definitely. Yep. Um, Andy Brayshaw. 
You've been harsh on Brayshaw. I've been very harsh on Brayshaw. <laughs> um, but He's he, an absolute gun. Yeah, so he just needs to get 60 touches to get his score. So he <laughs> dominated on the weekend. He got 135, so that's a that's a decent score. Yeah, Better than a 95 or something like that. Um, Tom Green, so it was a bit of a um, bounce-back week for a few of my guys. Mm. Um, he's been averaging around that um, mid to, to high 90s to 100. He got me a 117. Good. Um, and scrolling through, I think that's about it, Piggy, to be honest. Yeah, there weren't many big scores, really, was there, for our teams, I don't think. I mean, the only one different from me uh, out of out of those players would be Doherty, Piggy. He, he had a big day, 139 points in the back line. Yeah, he's probably best on ground um, in their win over... Who did they beat? Who did the Blues beat? Well... I can't think now. Blue Boys, Blue Essendon. Boys. Beat the Bombers on Friday night. Yeah. So, yeah, he's probably best on ground. And yeah, so he's be um, bounced back to form for me, which is handy. But, yeah, down week for both of us, I think, Piggy. Yeah, it's expected. One of, yep. one of the bye weeks is normally like that, Pig. But never mind, mate. It's... Uh, how you get back up yep. matters. What about uh, Harry Himmelberg, Piggy? 187 wow. points. He he went absolutely wild. So just loves yeah. it in the back line there. Well, yeah. What a weird. What a move back. I think he. I think he almost matched that Brian Lake's uh, mammoth game. Yeah, he was three or four off. Yep. Yep. So yeah, since going back, Pig, uh, he's averaging 131. <laughs> yeah. So well, he went. Yeah, last. You got to take it to get last week's score. That was yeah, of course. But uh, what he, he had, had like 18, to, 18 marks or something like that. Yes, uh, sixteen marks. But uh, even the week before, one hundred and twenty-six. So yeah, you know, well, Pete, very solid. Him? Very solid. No, I wouldn't consider him just because um, Phil Davis is coming back soon. Um, these sort of guys. So I don't know. A bit too risky for me. I might keep an eye on him actually because yeah. you know Phil Davis is on his last leg, so he could be the next big thing. Yeah, um, he's definitely got the talent. He's got all the talent in the world. So yep. yeah, interesting. Keep just watch his space. And Cogs as well. Pig went big, 174. He did. Yeah, yeah. So he rewarded those who have held him. Yeah. Um, looks like he might be in top six considerations now. Back in the midfield. Well, here's another one I always wanted to hold on to, but I end up swapping him to upgrade to um, Laird, so into the midfield. So yep. other than that, I probably would have kept on hold on to him. So yep. Um, yep. And Hayden Young, I know he's probably not really consideration in our teams, but he had a massive score, 142. And I tell you what, he would be definitely in the mix for my starting team next year. He's, he is a gun. He's definitely going to be a um, starter in the next couple of years. He's a star. In Supercoach. So, yep. yeah, he's got all the attributes as well. Definitely. Very good pig. Yep, that's about it for me, Piggy. All right, mate. Who Pretty didn't, down week. Who didn't quite meet expectations? I can give you one I bring in. Um, Sam Walsh, it's a very odd thing to say because he, he scores so well. Um, he scored me a you 75. I did, yeah. So 75 was his lowest score, I think, for the year. So, yeah. Um, yeah. I, you know, no concern there. He's an absolute star. He'll bounce back. Um, but yeah, that was a bit of a low one for me. Um, yeah. Connor Rosie Pig and Zach Butters, I swear they, they're not doing too much wrong compared to other young mids, but they don't seem to be. Um, putting the score on that other mids do. So, yeah, well, I, I don't know. I'm, I think Butters gets a bit of a pass because you, you look at his last month, Pig, 104, 118, 104, and then he had the 87 against Richmond. But we know why that was. You know, he was on about 95 before he went off the first time with that yeah. head clash. 
um, sort of early in the first, uh, fourth quarter. So he was obviously on track for another 100 and then came back on and very quickly after got um, another head knock and went off again. So, yeah, Butters is fine for me. Rosie's the one that's a concern. I just see the potential. I really think in the back half of this year, he's just going to string some really good games together. You've seen how he evaded three people and kicked that goal mm. um, on the weekend. Yep. I think he's just going to tidy up his disposal, which is really bizarre because his disposal in general is really elite. Yep. So yeah, he just know. sort of rushes a bit. And yeah. He, he, he has more time than he thinks in there. You know, yep. he, He's that good a player. He just gets himself so much time, but he doesn't realise it sometimes. So... I think you're right, though. I think you'll have a good second half. In such year. a disheveled Ford um, line, I'm I'm going to back him. Just going to back him. Yep, yep. No, I like it, big. Uh, Piggy, Very anyone good. that didn't quite meet your uh, lofty expectations? Uh, no, you mentioned Walsh. You're disappointing. I don't think the conditions really suited him. It was pretty slippery, and um, obviously, yeah, playing that outside game and with Chera out early, obviously, just disrupted their structure a little bit. So. Give him a pass on that one. But yeah, not many others. Pig, who else do I have in here that didn't go any... It's yeah, about it. I mean, Petrarca is a bit of an issue for me. Mm. He's a real issue for me. I mean, he had 99, so it's not the end of the world, but he's dropped down to 487k. Wow, yeah. You know, I picked him up, I picked him up about 530, 40k or something. Yeah. I was thinking, how cheap is this? But now he's gone to uh, 487k, yeah. so... Disappointing. It's a weird but... one. It's all it's all positional for him and impact. So yeah, um, yeah, yep. No, but that's it for me, Pig. Looking forward to this week. Big, oh, big pig. score we, this we week. We sound a bit flat, don't we, on the potty? <laughs> we're just in the thick of it. So yeah, yeah. it'll be a bounce back. It'll be more like the real thing this week. Yep. Um. All right, Pig. So obviously the big news: Maxi gone. Yes, Max gone out for uh, at least a month, Pig. He's yep. got the syndesmosis. So, yeah, we've seen... I reckon uh, Zach Merritt came back from it within a month, which was impressive. Yeah. So, you know, you, you never know, but with a Ruckman... Big man. Yeah, Charlie yeah. Dixon was about six yeah, weeks Yeah, I think it'll so. be at least a month. That, that's yeah. been generous. Probably a bit more. Yeah. So, uh, Luke Jackson's stocks just went up massively. That's right. But, yeah, that's disappointing. So, so what do you do, Bigger? So, obviously, I, I have Tim English, and I had Max Gorn, so I've just... Um, brain uh, wits in, which is an absolute no-brainer. But yep. you know what? What's your what's your starting rock look like? Yeah, yeah. So I had wits and gone. Yep. Um, and I had English in the forward line sitting there, so it's going to um, be a nice backup for me. I can just swap him into the ruck line, mm-hmm. and I can bring in basically anyone I want. I can bring in a forward. I can bring in a mid. I can bring in a defender. Yep. For uh, yeah, any price tag. So. At this stage, I've gone for Tom Stewart in the back line. Yep, that's great. So that's probably what I'm going to be going with, I reckon. Mm-hmm. I'm considering Laird as well. But I want a Geelong player in my team, Pig. So Tommy Stewart for me. A bit a of shuffling deal? with McCartan. So McCartan goes into my F6 spot and uh, my back line is complete. Everything's complete bar, bar Paddy McCartan, F6. Oh, that's good. So, yeah, it's looking pretty good. But on the flip side of that, Pig, I've got five trades left. So, yep. not great. Not great. So, I really need to uh, pray that my primos don't get injured anymore. Yep. So, we'll see how we go. But like you said, um, I think it was probably five or six weeks ago, Pig, we, I think we've both sort of come to the realization that we're probably going to run our trades at some point this year um, just because of the carnage. So, we've just got to be okay with it and just hope for the best, I think. 
Yeah, well, I went a different route than you, so I've got 11 trades left, but, you yep. know, I'm a lot lot um, worse off on the ranking. So whether we even out a bit towards the end of the season if there's injuries or yep. or maybe your method was the correct method and just go for home. So mm. I guess that's a real good um, talking point for next season. Yeah, so you got the 11 trades. So you're using two this week? One, two? Uh, I've used two so far. So I've gone, I've downgraded um, uh, Hugh Dixon and Ruck. I've had him just sitting on my bench. Um, and I went down to Teakle because yeah, there's well, a few the, whispers. The word is that he's going to get a game this week, Pig. You had a really good game in the SANFL debut game. I was pretty adamant. I thought there's no way. Um, normally, it's pretty unusual to bring a big man in in the mid-season and then play him. But um, from a little whisper Ken Inkley made, maybe he will play. So 102k uh, Ruck Ford. Um, yep. Yeah, it's not the worst thing in the world. Definitely uh, something to look at this week. Yeah, so then then what I did is I, I upgraded Gorn to Wits. But um, the thing is, yeah, I've got 11 trades picking. I've got 140k. Um, in my bank, but I've got like, for example, I've got Connor McDonald as my F6 at the moment because of the um, cap on players. But obviously next week, that's a big issue. Um, I need to bring someone into that F6. So yep. um, yeah, I guess I have 11 trades, but I'm going to probably use two or two or three. I might even use some extra ones this week just to get that um, ready for Connor McDonald into like a I don't know, Bontempelli or something like that. Mm-hmm. And then I'm pretty much um, sorted as well. Um, oh, not really. Maybe I've got I've got De Conning still starting. Okay. Um, and yep. then down back, I've got um, McCartan uh, D5 and Dacos D6. So I would class Dacos as, as a... He's a keeper, I think. Yeah, I'd class him as a primo almost, the way yep. he's going. So... Yep. So I'm pretty similar with you down back. My midfield set, my ruck set, and yeah, like I said, my forward line's pretty weak. I've got Dunkley, Brody, Zach Butters, Rosie, DeConning, and then obviously that last spot um, up for grab. So mm-hmm. when I play around, but, but on my bench pig, I've got um, Rioli. So there's about eight sixty k on Rioli. I've got. Greg Clark and Jake Saliga who should go up another 50k in the next few weeks. Yeah, okay. So I've got about 200, 400. And then on my bench, I've got um, Gibkiss as well. So I've got about four to 500k sitting on my bench. So yeah, wow. I can still trade, um, but then I'll probably end up around the same spot as you. So, yep. you know, with trades. But then you go, but you then, then again, like your team's almost finished. So you're probably, you're probably reaping the benefits longer. Points wise, yeah. Points wise, yep. so yep. yeah, so well, yeah. I mean, like you said, injuries could happen. Um, so we'll see with a wet sail like Stephen right. Bradbury. Yes, um, exactly but, yeah. right. So uh, yeah, we'll see what strategy works out the best. Yeah, but I think having trades up your sleeve and and like you said, heaps of money on the bench. I think you're in a great spot, pig. Which is good. Very but pretty, I think yeah. um, you mentioned Greg Clark, so I think a guy like him. I mean, I know we want to cash in on him, great, but you know we want to have that bench cover for for an injury, and I think he could be a great little bench cover player. Yeah, um, that's right. For so the short term, so I will split it between Saligo and Clark. That's my plan. I think you still need to have one decent um, on each line. Yeah. Yep. So um, yeah, at the moment I've got Jacob Weir for 
um, my defence along with um, Gibkiss. So I'm waiting for someone, a next defender, like you said, maybe Durden or something to, to scream out. Um, up forward line's a bit concerning. I've got Rioli, Connor McDonald and E. Hollands as my last three spots. So I've got no backup there, but um, I'll obviously... Um, Bring a, bring either a young guy or a primo in, but I'm really hoping Hollands gets a game in the next week or so. So mm-hmm. that will cover that. Very good, Piggy. Very good. What about uh, have we been looking at any of the twos watch this week? I don't Just think... sort of scrolling through a little bit. There's not really a whole lot to look at mm-hmm. um, uh, for the Saints. I mean, Hunter Clark must be close to coming back. Yep. Uh, he's had a few a few games in the VFL now and, and looked pretty solid. So. I think we'll see him this week along with probably Jack Billings. Yep. He's, he went really well, 32 touches and a goal, so could definitely come back in. Uh, I think James Warple pick, what's going on there? He's spent about a month in the VFL. I don't know. I think... Best and Ferris winner. Yeah, new coach. Uh, he's also been out of form the last couple of years, but yeah. sometimes they fall out of favour with their new coach as well. So something happened with him, but he was tracking really well to be the next big primo mid, um, and then maybe they bring in Amira and, I don't know, maybe Mitchell around that time. I'm not, I can't remember exactly, but yep. Yep. I know the last couple of years he went from like at least a 20 disposal player to struggling to get that. So Yeah, but he had a great game in the VFL, so 26 touches and two goals. Connor McDonald had 20 touches and a couple, I don't know, two points, so he had a few okay. shots on goals, but they got the bye this week, so look for those guys to potentially come back in. Round 15. Uh, I want to talk about Massimo D'Ambrosio pick. Yeah, that's what I'm looking at. Yep. Yeah, so you saw his game? Yeah. He just 33 up. touches pick. I think, he, I think that was the second game in a row. He's um, backed that up. So Beautiful. Yeah, so 102k. I think it might be his first game. That his first maybe. game, yeah. But maybe. I think he's been averaging... Oh, no. No, no. He's played a few games, actually. Yeah. Yeah. No, he's played a few. Yeah, I think so, because I think Bryn Tickle came to port when they had the bye. So I think Massimo's played two games. Yeah, but it looks like he played for Richmond VFL before. Yeah, yeah, that we picked yeah, up so from he's yeah, averaging yeah, like so. 30 touches in the yep. VFL. So, yep. Yep. Um, yeah, could be a great option. Definitely. So he's 102k defender, so you watch for him. Is he just a defender, no duel? No duel, okay. no. No, just a defender. And the word is that uh, James Hurd's boy, Tom Hurd, might get a gig as well. Really? He's pretty skinny. Yeah, he, that's, that's the murmurs I'm hearing. Okay, that's a bit of a rise then. Definitely. Um, our boy, Kuma Hamilton, Pig, had a pretty good pretty good run in the VFL, 23 touches. Yep. Um, looked all right. Jared Brander, geez, 36 touches. He had a great game. He's another one that keeps... He just can't establish himself, can he? No, no. I don't really rate him, but that's me personally. Well, I've seen anyway. him play some good footy for West Coast, and then he, he's got all the attributes. Like, he's like 194 around that mark. He can kick mm. goals, but he seems to dominate in the lower... And then just, um, yeah, starved of it when he goes up. Yep. Yep. You know what was really surprising to me? That, that the Demons just refuse to play Wiedemann. Yeah. Are oh, they playing Mitch Brown instead of Wiedemann? Like, what well, is Mitch, going on there? Besides bringing Brown in, I'll, like, I agree that if Wiedemann's, like, not consistent, don't play him. But Mitch Brown was a bit of a weird one. I thought that's unusual. But, um, you know, I know with, like, Tom McDonald's and... Um, Bailey Fritch and, and Ben Brown all firing. It's like really hard to yeah. get him in there because you got Luke Jackson as well. But it, it, it seems bizarre to bring in Mitch Brown um, over Wiedemann. Very strange. Very strange. Yeah, and um, I think it yeah, definitely cost him on the weekend. 
Mitch Brown didn't do a hell of a lot. Uh, what about the SANFL pig? Anyone to look at in the SANFL? Just having a quick little look now. Here we go. I know George Yardis kicked four goals. Um, I guess yeah, it's not really did, relevant. Yeah. But, we um, mentioned Bryn Tickle as well had a really good game yep. playing sort of a ruck forward split. Yep. So, yeah, I reckon he's a chance, Pig, to come in this week. Well, Sam Hayes in the, was in there as well, Pig. He was, yep. The Crows yep. didn't play, so it's hard to get a gauge on, on them. How do you uh, how do you think Nat Fife went in his return game, Pig? I think he played all right. Solid? Think, yeah, solid. Yeah. Yep. Nothing... Nothing crazy, but nothing he was crazy, solid. But Frio is just a great outfit, aren't they? Yep. 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 And he got plenty of time in the midfield too, which is he his... did. He started in the mid, didn't he? Yes. And then he wasn't rotating up forward, so um, it was encouraging to start with, which was good. So, but like like we said the other week, like it's, it's pretty handy when you can just add that guy to your team like when you're Jewel, already flying in. A Jewel Brownlow medalist, like yep, yep. No, I'm very bullish about Frio this year. Yeah, they can do anything. So yeah, they'll get a couple of home finals and. I think they need, they need to lock their forward line up. That's why I really am a big fan of Fife playing forward because Tabner he must be the most he must he must like be one of the most under like performed guns I reckon going around. Yeah, well, he Every can't time, stay on the park. That's right. That's that's how, that's what I'm trying to say in a roundabout way. <laughs> do you know what I mean? He yeah. like he, he can keep, capable of kicking two or three goals a game. Like he's like reminds me of Jack Gunston a lot how he plays. Um, yep. But yeah, he just can't string games together. So, mm. and then and they've got they've got obviously Jai Amos and um, the likes in the the waffle. But geez, imagine like a Taylor Walker or something like that next yep. year. Yeah, I know that probably wouldn't happen. But geez, a Tex up forward would add that last key bit. You know. Yeah, I think you'll be pretty popular amongst the amongst uh, agents. The so well, sorry, uh, list list managers uh, in the off season or Texan. Yeah, I think it's a bit of a circle jerk at the moment to just to get him like two years instead of one for the Crows. Yeah, I don't think he'd ever leave. There's no way he's getting two. Yeah, he might get two elsewhere though. I don't know. I think he, <laughs> I think he might. I Watch don't know. This space. Yeah, definitely. Well, right, you know, Pete. you give him two, and if if uh, I give him one and one option maybe mm. so he can always be a coach or something like it's just uh, he can always just help the the any young Ford like Phil um, Riley Thilthorpe whatever come through for that one year like yep he's an absolute gun so yep you think that's what they'd do yeah for sure if you're smart about it yep no. Hi, Pig. Excellent, Piggy. any questions or anything anything you want to talk about uh, no questions Pig but we do have our like you mentioned our, uh, our interview with Sammy Berry so we might just Throw to that now, and we'll finish off. Yeah, can't say enough good things about him. Absolute legend, good bloke, up for a good chat, and yeah. he's happy to throw his mates under the bus for a <laughs> few was. questions. So, yep, yep. Uh, we're um, pretty nervous, obviously. Um, well, I felt nervous. I don't know about you. I was, yeah, no, definitely. We both I was were a bit nervous. I, I, I waffled on a little bit, but um, yeah, we'll be the better for it. It's good, pig. We, we've come a long way since last yep. year. So, who would have thought we'd be in, interviewing AFL players, pig? That's uh, good. So, hopefully, it's the first of a few more to come. Yeah, it'll be very we'll good. We'll put the feelers out there and, um, yeah, hopefully we can build our profile. All right. Awesome, Piggy. Good luck, everyone. All right. Well done. Big milestone for the podcast, Pig. We've got our first guest, Sam Berry from the Adelaide Footy Club, joins us. How you going, mate? I'm well. I'm well. How are you, Sammy? Uh, we're very good, mate. Thanks for coming on, mate. Really appreciate it. Not too easy. I guess we're pretty interested in uh, 
you know, how you, how you made onto at least. So you, you drafted in the 2020 draft, part of a pretty talented group um, for the Crow Boys. You got four top 40 picks. Um, what was 2020 like, mate, for you trying to um, get games in or if you even had a chance to get games in? Was it a pretty broken up year before getting drafted? Yeah, no, it was pretty interesting. Um, so obviously COVID and Victoria was a little bit worse than it was here. Um so I didn't play, I think I played one practice match maybe in February, end of February, and that was it for the year. Uh, basically shut down there. So, um, yeah, it was a pretty long year when it comes to thinking about footy. We had we had a combine at the end, um, but, yeah, I didn't play any other games. So uh, I wasn't sure where I was at all year. Um, I don't know, recruiters don't tend, to, don't tend to tell you much either. So um, I wasn't really sure how I'd go or if I'd done enough in my bottom age year. But, yeah, it was it was quite interesting. Yeah, that's the big one, I guess. Um, uh, unless uh, you you know you touted as a top ten or something like that, you would would have been a pretty scary year for you. So in your bottom age year, you do you think you did enough, or you just don't really know? Um, yeah, you got to leave. I guess you leave it up to the um, vision that they've already got. I guess. Yeah, no, it's tough. Um, and yeah, as you said, like uh, you know, top ten prospects get you know a fair bit of media time and everything like that. So. I don't know, kind of not seeing your name there very much. Um, it was pretty tough, like not sure, um, you know, if your name's going to get read out. But yeah, bottom age year was, um, I don't know, like I, I was, I had a couple good games in there um, and got to play a fair bit of finals in, in the NAB League for Gippsland Power um, and get to go up against Rao and Anderson and a few boys who were, um, you know, high-end picks. Um, and even, yeah, playing in that team with like Caleb Sarong and, and Sam Flanders and a few other boys that are doing pretty well now. Um, so I was kind of happy to be playing. Um, but yeah, I, I wasn't really, I wasn't wrapped. Um, so I was really looking forward to that top age year to try to prove myself. But yeah, you never know what could have happened there. Um, so in the end, I'm yeah, kind of grateful for how it's all kind of panned out. So I've seen you, uh, one of three boys from Gibson Power picked up that year, Zach Reed and um, Ryan Angren. Do you, do you boys keep in touch um, now that you drafted? Um, honestly, not really. I'll, I'll talk to them, you know, the odd message here or there, but um, Gippsland's a pretty big place. And um, I was kind of going to school in Melbourne while I was playing at Gippsland Power. So I, I didn't really go to training. So a lot of the boys I was playing with, I didn't know that well. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I mean, they both live over two hours from where I'm from. Oh, um, wow. Okay. So I guess, yeah, so when we were younger, I didn't really see much of them. Um, just kind of on a, on a Saturday, I think I yeah maybe played ten games or something for Gippsland all up. So, um, but no, I, I still chat to them a little bit, um, and yeah, they're good men. Yeah, nice. So, um, your your draft your draft group, um, what, what were they like? Mate? You got James Rowe there, um, Phil Thorpe. Are they a good bunch or um, a few weird characters in there? <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm I'm wrapped with the crew. Um, that's yeah, it's really good. Obviously, um, Rowie had been in, or well, been playing Sam for footy, and all, all of them are SA boys. So, um, I was the only interstate kid that year. Um, but they were all really welcoming and stuff. So they made me feel at home. And um, I was in a host family with Lukey Ped the last year, so we lived together now. Um, but yeah, so very lucky that they were a really good group, and yeah, continue to be good mates. Yeah, well, you mentioned you were the only interstate boy, mate. How, how are you finding Adelaide? Enjoying it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I actually am. Yeah, I love it. 
love where I'm living and I don't know, everything's close, everything's easy. It's not as uh, hectic and as full on as, as Melbourne. So, um, yeah. and you get all, get all those generic comments like, uh, you know, big country town and stuff. As generic as they are, they're, they're pretty spot on. Yeah. Um, yeah that's not, just that's, such an easy place to live. There's not much activity after 8 p.m. out down here, is there? So, nah, it's pretty quiet. Very quiet. Well, all the shops are shut. It's, yeah. <laughs> everyone packs it up. Yeah, nah, very good. <laughs> Couple of nice golf courses, too, mate. There are, yeah, some crackers. <laughs> no, awesome. That's great to hear, mate. So 25 games in, that's um, great. You've had a pretty good start. Um, when you when you come to the club, reading reading a little bit of background info on you, I know I knew a bit about you before. Um, Sam said you're going to come on, but um, you know, it seems like you're you're pretty hard at it, and you, you already had many of the traits that they need in AFL. But was there anything that you probably was a shock to when you got to the Crows? Is this anything that you thought, geez, maybe I need to um, get better at this or rethink how I, how I did it before? Yeah, I mean, there's a few things, I guess. I mean, it's been a while since I kind of played footy almost um, by the time I got to the club. But um, yeah, I think it was probably more just like the, the pace of everything. And I mean, I, I was known from time to time just to trot around at one pace, but you just can't afford to do that. So... I always thought I was fit, but it's just a different type of fitness. So I think, yeah, pretty much everything goes up, especially from junior footy, you know, 10 times. So I don't know, you just got to be quicker, you got to be cleaner, you got to be fitter, you got to be stronger. So, yeah, I mean, even though I expected it to be a lot harder, it still exceeded all those expectations. Oh, that's great. And I know you probably, you hear all the um, reporters and all the after game questions, they're all pretty stock standard. But I think for the boys, what we really want to know is what's it like um, hanging out with Buddy 40, your mates every day, it'd just be chaos. Um, but uh, it'd be a good life to live outside of actually playing footy. Yeah, no, it's great. It's, um, I know it's, it seems, you know, unbelievable that we almost get paid sometimes. Like, um, <laughs> I mean, obviously when we're there, we, we work hard, but you know, we, we, we we do spend a lot of time just, I guess, in the change rooms and, and mucking around. Um, and it's just constant banter thrown back and forth. Um, but yeah, it's great. It's a, it's a great lifestyle too. Like we do get, you know, a little bit of time off, like a lot of half days and, and stuff like that. So a lot of time to enjoy your afternoon or whatever. But I mean, most of the time we ended up spending it together anyway. Um, but yeah, it is really good. It's, it is the dream lifestyle. Oh, that's good. Did you come into the club with a nickname, mate? Or did you get stuck with something pretty early? Um, no, I was pretty lucky. Some people get unfortunate ones stuck, but, um, <laughs> nah, my, <laughs> mine was always kind of Bez, um, yeah. always growing up and everything. And then, um, kind of got at the club and that one stuck. So yeah, that's what, yeah, that's what I'm known as. Oh, you got away then, got away pretty easy. That's good. Yeah. Got away pretty easy. What about, um, what about Supercoach and AFL Fantasy? Because most, most of what we talk about in the potty is Supercoach. It seems to be a bit of a hit with everyone. Um, keeps everyone engaged on the weekends, um, watching, you know, your, your team and any other team they that they probably wouldn't watch otherwise. Do you, any of the boys play Fantasy or Supercoach? Um, oh, there's a couple of boys that have a have a mock team kind of going. Um, but not, not really, to be honest. I think everyone kind of watches it a little bit. Um, but yeah, I mean, my my housemate, he is so into Super Coach, it's crazy. So I hear all about it. Who scored well <laughs> after every weekend? And but um, no, a couple of boys have teams, but it's not huge. So who? Well, who do you think would be the most likely to captain themselves? 
Uh, I'd go Elliot Himmelberg every day of the week. <laughs> I think he actually does, to be honest. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Love that. That's great. Well, his brother, mate, we should have put whack to see um, him on the weekend. He had absolutely blind. Oh, yeah, I don't know what happened. Hurt. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know yeah. what's going on about, know. but yeah, he yeah. Uh, yeah, he went wild. So I'm, I'm sure his brother got the stick for that as well. Yeah, no doubt. No doubt. There were a few messages exchanged. Uh, awesome. He's awesome. Probably telling Elliot. Yeah, <laughs> probably telling Elliot to move back. <laughs> yeah, oh, mate. <laughs> Go back on as well. Bloody hell. How good is this? No, nah, it's great. That was good. Yeah. Um, all right, so how do you how do you, how do you think you've been tracking this year, mate? You've been playing some good footy. I've got to say, I'm a big Port supporter, um, but I, yeah. I definitely keep an interest on uh, the Crow boys. Um, I think you're playing real good footy. Um, what do you think, mate? How do you think your season's been going? Yeah, I mean, um, obviously, start of the year in the, in the sample, so that was probably probably good for me in the long run, really. Um, just a bit of drive, and I don't know, kind of appreciate when I do get my turn. Um, but yeah, I've kind of moved midfield this year, which last year I was stuck in a forward role. That, yeah, obviously wasn't ideal. Um, I think, yeah, most players on the list kind of want to play midfield. So uh, I'm just enjoying playing in there. Um, it's been a lot of fun and going up against pretty good players every week, um, which is, yeah, it's just a great challenge. But yeah, I think uh, probably personally, it's like, it's been okay. And I think I've had moments, but I think probably just another level to try to get to, just try to, um, kind of sticks in consistency, trying to play four quarters and everything. But yeah, um, we'll try to get that in the back end of the year. See, I think that 50 to 75 game mark is when you really start to feel um, within yourself. So again, that's a good point as well, because you see a lot of these guys that you get drafted as a mid and or am I right to say that you, you know, you probably are a strength as an inside mid. Um, that's probably where you play your best footy. And it's a bit hard to, when they play up forward or down back um, for certain players, because you're not really getting to show all your talents. Yeah, for sure. I mean, yeah. And that's the thing, like a, a lot of players in junior footy, um, you know, if you're the best player on a team, you're usually going to play midfield, be around the ball. So it just comes natural to a lot of people. Um, and that's probably, yeah, kind of the hard ball and, you know, when the ball's on the ground and whatnot, um, and tackle pressure and whatnot, it's probably my strength. So um, just being around the ball more is just so much more natural. Um, I think playing forward, you just feel so out of the game sometimes, especially if it's not getting kicked down there. Um, and yeah, it can feel like a, a pretty long game sometimes. So yeah, um, playing that midfield is definitely ideal. Beautiful. Yeah. So is there any truth in um, you wanting to be referred to as a tackle god now? Is that is that true? <laughs> god, no. <laughs> no, no. Is that a stitch up? Yeah. yeah, yeah, I think that's a stitch up. Must have been a typo. Yeah. <laughs> No, I've seen that you're, you're racking the tackles up, which is good. That's uh, uh, worth its weight in golds in the team. So, um, no, it's good. But yeah, I'm sure I'm sure you'd want to get a few more games under your belt before you get referred to as that. Yeah, that's right. Definitely don't deserve that at this point. No, we love ego about it, mate. Um, so you mentioned, yeah, starting in Sandful this year, obviously putting together a nice uh, string of I think it's eight or nine games on the trot now, mate. Um, what, what's your goal for the rest of the season and uh, for the next couple of years, mate? Just crack into the midfield full time? Yeah, yeah, that's it. I think everyone, um, especially younger players, is trying to cement that spot. Um, and I mean, it's pretty tough, obviously, in the midfielders. Like, I mean, rock up at the club and there's four pretty concrete midfielders. So, I mean, to get, yeah, this many games on the, on the runs, you know, I'll take that. But I think, yeah, probably goals moving is just to keep playing um, and just keep trying. Keep trying to improve my footy. Um, 
and yeah, just kind of have that spot there, especially for, I mean, years to come. I'd love to, I don't know, kind of be in the team every week and not worry too much about getting dropped. But yeah, hopefully that's all ahead. Oh, I think you've gone gone the right way about it. Oh, awesome. Yeah. So thanks again, Bev. We really appreciate your time, mate. We'll, we'll, we're going to uh, fire off five quick ones. They're pretty um, left of center. So um, feel free to just answer or pass, mate. All right? Yeah, easy. All right. I'll, I'll, I'll kick it off, Sammy. Question one. Who would win in a fight? Riley O'Brien or three James Rose? Um, I, I reckon I'll go Riley O'Brien because he's just yeah. a brute of a human. He's, he's a, a massive man. I don't even think. Yeah, three three rowies. I don't think can take him down. Yeah, <laughs> I think you would. Uh, I'd definitely pay for it on pay per view. But um, yeah, you probably yeah. Right. So no. Just shout out to Riley O'Brien. Uh, we we had a big chat with him about him the other week. He got dropped obviously to the SNFL, and then he he got like a buddy. What was it? Forty touches. Yeah, thirty-seven touches or something. Yep. Yeah, so he went absolutely yeah. um, gangbusters. So good on Riley O'Brien, the big the boat goat we call him because he mo- he moves like a boat, but he's he's elite. So uh, very good, Sammy. Question two. Yes, question two. Uh, name a teammate who would mark and dispose of the ball after the siren to get an extra stat. Who's getting that cheap? Um, oh, Dawson. Dawson's getting that cheap all day. <laughs> Love yeah. that. That's great. All right. Uh, there's what's more stressful, trying to improve your game in golf or getting a text message from Kane Corn saying, hey, mate, heads up, you're on tonight's episode. <laughs> uh, I'd probably say Kane Corns. He's a pretty, yeah. You just don't want to be involved with him, really, in the media. Yeah, He's a, yeah sure you don't. It's you. the last yeah. guy. Stay it's the last guy. Yeah. yeah. He's yeah, an absolute nah. bloodhound, that guy. Yeah. <laughs> oh, mate, question four. Name a teammate for us who is flying under the radar talent-wise. Uh, I'm going to go Braden Cook. I think... Um, I've liked what I've seen. Yeah, he's, yeah, I think, yeah. Like, when he has the ball in hand, I just have 100% confidence. He just, yeah, his skills are just elite. I think right. he's one that's definitely fine. Enough. All right. So anyone listening out there, make sure we um, keep a mark next to Braden Cook. Perfect. Yeah. All right, mate. Uh, we know boys like a bit of sport outside of footy, mostly American sport. Name a teammate who throws up bricks when they shoot hoops. Uh, well, I could name a handful, to be honest. We'll yeah. start with Riley O'Brien. I mean, he's good <laughs> on the big fella. Um, <laughs> I know. Unless he's dunking it, I don't think it's safe. So. Yeah. Yeah. No, he, there's, a, there's a few. Very good. What about uh, on the golf course, mate? Who's the biggest nuffy out there? Um, it's, there's a big battle at the minute between big Kieran Strawn and uh, Jordan Dawson. Um, oh, no. Two pretty handy golfers. I think they're both off five or six at the minute. So okay. um, that's pretty. They're, good. Having a, yeah. they're having a battle. Yeah, having a battle and get lower. So beautiful. Uh, pretty, pretty close at the minute. Yeah. All right, mate. I'll throw one more silly one at you, and then we'll let you go. If you right. could only choose one, what would you rather? Having to shout out your tackle count every time you lay a tackle, or yelling out "very good" every time you kick the ball. <laughs> I found that, mate. <laughs> oh my god! I'll what would be more embarrassing for you? Then, no, I don't think anyone would know what's going on if I if I yell the tackle. But I yell it very good. I think I'm gonna. Oh, I'd probably no. get sniped, and I deserve it. So, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Another, another option we're thinking about asking you is you have to name the player's full name when you tackle him. So lay a tackle on Trent Cotchin and just grab Trent Cotchin, add it to the oh, list. Oh no, no way! <laughs> yeah, that's probably. 
that's the third last of it. <laughs> I think you'd leave the ground with a bit of claret. Is that true? Yeah, I, I think so. But uh, awesome. Thank you. Good, mate. Like we said, we appreciate you coming on. First guest ever for the Footy Gods podcast. So that's been a pleasure, mate, having a chat. Nah, too easy, boys. Too easy. Uh, thanks, Bez. You're a legend, mate. Have a good one. Good luck for us here. Legend, mate. I'll see you at the golf course. Thank you. Yeah, sounds good. Well done, mate. Cheers. Good. All right. All right. Thank you.